WPTF, Tom Kearney, the Tom Kearney Show for Friday night. Yeah, I believe it's March 19th. It's two days after St. Patrick's Day. And uh, I'm here for the next radio hour. We invite you to stay tuned because it's settled enough that we're going to have the regular trivia night. And we're going to ask you some trivia questions and have a little fun. The number you'll need to call to answer them is 919-860-9783. 919-860 and then... If you have letters on your telephone, WPTF. And we're going to have another potpourri trivia night, uh, a little geography, some literary stuff, book titles and things like that, Uh, uh, some questions about uh, athletic facilities. Actually, one question that has to do is a carryover from last week that has to do with the early origins of the National Football League. We had a caller who called in and did not successfully answer the question, but I promised her I would tell the answer before the show was over, and I did not do it. So we're going to offer the question again, and we will try to make sure that the the correct answer gets out on the airwaves somehow tonight. There is only one rule in the trivia questions we ask in answering them, and that is you cannot look the answer up. Uh, anybody can, can tap the, their magical machine or their computer or their Mac. Uh, they can even get a reference book off the shelf and look things up, but that is forbidden on this program. The only way you can get any help beyond what's between your ears is to get help from another living person. So you have to know the answer. You're carrying it around with you. It's like you're standing on that stage on Jeopardy and confronted with a question. So we're confronting you with the question. So, And that's an honor thing, but I think most of our listeners to our show are honorable, so we hope you will do that. And so that's what we're about tonight, and we hope you will join us. I'd like to say that I often make the same offer that the Baptists do and invite you to come on down to the front of the church and testify, and then you testify here by calling up 919-860-9783. We're right in the midst of March Madness and basketball, and so I thought I would go and look up some of the uh, things that indicate the popularity of basketball in our country. So the first question we're going to ask tonight is for you to name, and if you don't know all the names. Do as many as you can, and we'll work through it, and then we'll put the question back out there and let somebody else, and we'll build an answer. Let two or three people end up answering, because you may know one or two, because I'm going to ask you the top five of something. And what I'm going to ask you the top five of is the top five largest by capacity, that is the number of people who can be seated, basketball arenas in the United States. And you should know the reasonable number of those, because of the top five Three of them are occupied or used by Atlantic Coast Conference teams. So there. And, uh, in fact, the number one is by the Atlantic Coast Conference team. The number three and the number four are, are Atlantic Coast Conference teams. You don't have to tell us the capacity. All you have to tell us is their ranking, the top five basketball arenas in the United States. Now, the, the mystery question from last week that I did not tell the answer to and that I'm looking for the answer again is, the uh, three original members 
uh, they're not the only members. There were others, but the others have disappeared, and that, that's the point of the question. Three three teams that were in the, the, the original lineup of the National Football League back in about 1920 are still playing in the National Football League, and I would like to know the name of those three teams. Two of them are still playing where they started out playing. One of them has moved, and so uh, what we need to know is the three, but they still have the same nicknames they had when they were an established charter team in the National Football League. So there are three teams, and they're still playing. They're the oldest. The NFL teams have been sort of created in waves. There was the original group, and some of them disappeared, and then some were added in some major cities like New York or Detroit or Boston or Washington or wherever. And uh, But those are not the ones we're interested in. It's that original three that are still playing that were there at the beginning that we want to look for today. Geography questions. You live in the state of North Carolina, the old North State. I would like for you to tell me the, let's say, three or five, go as far as you can, largest counties in North Carolina. In fact, I've for years had the wrong county as the largest county. It's actually the one next to it. It's the second largest. And this is one of the benefits, I think, of trivia programs. You can actually end up benefiting by learning something. Okay, the three, let's say the three largest counties by square miles, square footage, uh, by territory, not by population. We'll do the population a little bit later. Which are the three largest counties in the state of North Carolina? A question I asked about five weeks ago, and I'm, I'm sort of surprised that nobody's even tried it, as far as I know. I want to know the capitals of the Canadian provinces. Our neighbor to the north, part of this is by homage to Alex Trebek, who was a Canadian, and I used to say uh, that if you had a territorial question, a geography question, and it was reasonable, uh, if you didn't know the answer, guess Canada, because he he made sure that there were a certain number of questions because the show was, was shown on Canadian television, and so they the Canadians deserve to have a shot at questions, too. So what I want to know is the provincial capitals. As the question was originally phrased, I wanted the provincial capitals and the capital city of Canada. We got an answer to the capital city. It's Ottawa, which is in uh, Ontario, I believe. But I want to know the capital of Ontario, the capital of Quebec, the capital of Prince Edward Island, of Nova Scotia, of British Columbia, whatever. So uh, that's what we're looking for. So you've got some questions. You've got some geography questions there, North Carolina counties and uh, the size of the counties, Canadian provinces. You've got a football question. You've got a question about the arena size of uh, the largest uh, basketball arenas, and we'll even tell you what schools use them. The top five arenas in capacity, and three of them, by the way, are, are used are the home courts of Atlantic Coast Conference teams. 919-860-9783, 919-860-9783. Brittany is our producer, and I get to ask her a question. Now, Brittany, is there anyone on the the phone so far as yet? Not yet. So far, we're still waiting. Okay. She says nobody has has arrived as yet. Don't be bashful. All you have to do is dial 919, our area code, then 860-9783. And we need you to answer these questions and to make the program complete. And what we need is an answer to the question about the five largest basketball arenas used by college teams in the United States. What we need is uh, the largest counties, the three largest counties in North Carolina, by 
size, not population, but by geography, the biggest counties in the state. And the first two, by the way, are next to each other, so that ought to make it a little bit easier. That's a little bit of a hint. What we need to know uh, is the three football teams that are still in existence, still playing in the NFL, but they're at the original charter meetings of the, the National Football League. And I forgot to give you, uh, we tried some intellectual, not intellectual, what are we saying, literary-type questions a couple of three weeks ago. I had tried, tried those a number of years ago, and they just didn't work. So, but we're going to do we're going to do that again tonight. We're going to try to uh, tell you a book, name a book, and you have to tell me who wrote the book. And there will be three of them. And if you can only get one of them, we'll get one of them. If somebody else will get the the other two. Let's see a book that was popular uh, in my youth in the 1960s. That's a little bit of a hint right there. Uh, the title of it was One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And if we've got some children of the 60s, they should know the answer to that. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Number two, Slaughterhouse-Five, a very popular book. Tell me who wrote that. And a book entitled Rabbit Run. All these were by significant authors and are regarded as among the top novels of the, the, the 20th century, particularly the second half of the 20th century. Rabbit Run, who wrote that? Slaughterhouse-Five, who wrote that? And that's a book that deals with World War II. And One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, 919-860-9783. Queue up now. That's a nice British expression. It means get in line because we would like for you. And it's the, the caller I always am really looking for is the first caller. That's our seed caller. So 919-860-9783. We'll be back to take your calls in just a couple of minutes. I forgot to tell you at the beginning, we're on every night, Monday through Friday, from 9 to 10 with a little bit of live and in real-time radio, so I'm talking to you now, and the person I'm talking to who's going to answer one of our trivia questions is named Antonio, and he lives in Raleigh. Antonio, good evening. You're on WPTF. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? I'm doing just fine. I'm glad it's not raining, and um, I, I was thinking that I would try to answer uh, some of the ones that I might know which would be related to the basketball arena. Okay, let me say you have one qu- You can pick one question, that's all. I mean, it may have a multiple answers, but you can't, well, you, you just you choose the basketball and that, that'll be yours, okay? Okay. Uh, or you I want to say you... the largest arenas would be the um, Dean Dome, which is um, Dean Smith Center, uh, right. and the PMC Center, which is MC State home. Stop, stop, stop right there. Hold on. Now, what I want is the top five, and it would be nice if you could give them an order, but if you can't give them an order, that'll be all right, too. The Dean Dome is one of the top five. The PNC Center is not one of the top five. Okay. Uh, I'll try another one, which would be Rupp Arena in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, Rupp Arena. Let me, let me look at the list here. I've got to, I, I'm pretty sure you're right about that, but I, I want to. I don't want to do anything wrong here. Uh, actually, Rupp Arena is number two. Uh, Rupp Arena is number two, and the Dean Dome is number four. So we've got three more of the top five. Okay. Uh, I would be totally guessing at the other ones, to be honest with you. I would have thought that PMC uh, in Raleigh would be one of those, but um, those were the those were the ones that I was thinking of. Um, All right. Well, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just give you a little guidance. So we'll we'll 
take it up from here. You've added two, and we'll let somebody else put the other three bricks in there. The uh, PNC Center seats about 19,000, and I think it's number nine. On number the nine, okay. Okay. There are five, I believe, or six that have over 20,000. Uh, and oh, PNC, okay. but it, but it's, it's you're close. It's just that there are a lot of them that seat uh, a lot of people and so on. But you've got a couple of them: the Rupp Arena, which is at the University of Kentucky in Lexington, and uh, mm-hmm. the Dean Dome, and we all know where it is. And so uh, right, and we, and maybe the the I actually went to NC State, so I'm thinking the fact that they have the um, hockey uh, that they're set up so they can handle the hockey game, the seats are kind of farther back, so they may not have got, they don't have as many seats in there as like the Dean Dome that go, they go right down to the court edge. Uh, I don't know, but we've got some other folks waiting, so we will we will see what we can come up with, but I'm glad you called, Antonio. Thank you so much. Okay? Okay, thank you. Enjoy your show. Appreciate it. Listen when you can, okay? Okay, I will. Thanks. And from beautiful downtown Broadway, Anthony is on the line. Anthony, which question do you want to take tonight? How are you doing, Tom? I'm doing fine. I'm, I'm like Antonio. I'm I'm kind of glad that it's not raining. And, it, and actually, I was telling Mrs. Kearney the day turned out pretty good, given the fact that it was pouring rain when I got up this morning. So, but uh, I hope well, you're I'm going to try. I'm going to try to do some of this stuff north of the border. Um, Halifax, okay. Nova Scotia. Uh, Nova Scotia is in fact Halifax, right? Um, what about Toronto, Ontario? You got it. You're right on the mark. All right. I'm going to do one more. Um, would it be Montreal and Quebec? That is not correct. Ah. Montreal is okay. in Quebec, but it's not the capital. Okay. Okay? Got well, you covered. Well, thank you. I'll let you off the hook. And you're one of those people, right. if you're still listening, I'm going to give you a, uh, a rain check, and you can come back and, and guess at this, some of the other ones, if you want to, at the end, if you if you feel like you can, okay? I want to. I wanted to give you a quick piece of trivia. You were talking about basketball a while ago. Um, it used to be that only the conference champions went to the big dance. Well, on this date in 1966, Texas Western beat Kentucky 72-65, and they made a movie about that. It's called Glory Road. If you haven't you seen know that why, movie, you need to check it out. You know why it attracted so much attention, don't you? They had five black players up against five white players, and the black guys won it. It's the yeah. It's the first time that they had a. a, a I, I believe I don't know the fine points of it, but but you've got the essential point is that it was a team. It was it was called Texas Western then, and I think it's called the University of Texas at El Paso, UTEP now. But you are it, they correct. had five. They had five starters, and they beat. The uh, Kentucky team, which I don't believe had any black starters at that point. Uh, not at that time, no. Not at that time. So it's a very, very interesting story, and I, I remember it well. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Tom. You have a great weekend. You too. Uh, let's see. Let me look at our clock here. looks like we got time to talk to Robert. Robert, how are you this evening? Very good. How about you? I can't complain. Uh, I, it, okay. As I said earlier, the day turned out pretty good for me. Which, one, which yeah. question are you going to take a shot at? I'm pretty sure I know the three counties that are the largest. All right, let me find a card. I've got a bunch of cards here, and they're about to fall down on me. But tell me the three. In fact, they may they all may touch each other, but uh, uh, go as I far as you do. can. Okay. I, out of the 100 counties, I lived in the smallest, which was New Hanover. Uh, now, the largest, do you, now, 
You know, hold on just a second. I'm, I'm not yeah. questioning your honesty, but you haven't cheated. You didn't look this up. You know this from personal experience, don't you? Yeah, that's where I grew up at. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I meant. I just wanted to double check. Okay, which one's number one? The largest and county in the state. And right beside us was Brunswick County, number one. Hold, hold right on now. Which one? Hold, go back now. Which one's number one? Brunswick. No, 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 no. Was well, either Brunswick or Columbus? They're right no, there together. No, 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 no. Brunswick, Columbus, you, you, and Sampson. Okay, you you're in the area, but uh, let's 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 see if we can get this straightened out. You, I still got to have number one. I'm pretty and sure Brunswick was number one. No, Brunswick, according to the figures I've got, is number six. Oh, wow, the lines have changed. Well, <laughs> I, I used to think that Samson, which is number two, was number one. You and I can talk about this. What, the number one is, is slightly, just slightly, is Ro- Robeson County. It's the, the largest huh. county. And then Samson, oh, well. and then Columbus. You see you're oh, in the right area. And then Bladen. You, you see what's yeah. going on here? Yeah, okay, yeah, well, yeah, oh. but all of them are in the same corner, you know, of the state. <laughs> they're they're not up in you know Asheville or Bryson City or someplace like yeah. that. But uh, well, according to the I figures, I well, I've been wrong. Let's see, I've been wrong twice <laughs> in my whole life. You know, well, I, know pretty, New, I know New Hanover is the smallest. Uh, <laughs> you probably don't. Well, have now hold on, hold on. Hold on, I'm going to make you mad, and I don't want to. But the list that I got, which I got off the internet, and a, a reputable source yeah. says that Chowan County was number one, was the smallest. Okay. I actually wrote it down. I wrote down the six <laughs> biggest and one, and I said somebody's going to ask what the smallest one is. I would have thought that Camden County was. You know where it is? Yeah, I always thought New Hanover was before. Yeah, but it's not very big. I, I know that they used to have this. I'm from Goldsboro, and we used to play them in basketball. And they only had one high school in the whole county. So, yeah. Uh, but but uh, anyway, thank you for for making this interesting. Okay. All right. I was over for four, I guess. Well. Well, the next time you go down there, get out of your car in Robeson County and tell them that uh, you're there to, to declare them the largest county in the state. Okay. Right, <laughs> you probably get arrested, but what what the heck? <laughs> thank right. you, Robert. Take care. Okay, Tom Kearney here. I'm having entirely too much fun here tonight, but there's nothing wrong with that. Let me look at my clock and see where we are. Uh, do we have one more caller, Brittany? Is the other caller here? Um, yes, we do. We have Robin from Durham, and then I have another caller right after. Okay, we've got, we're have got. we going to put Robin on. We may have to break for the news, but I, w- I want him to know we, we like him enough that we want to get him on the air. Robin, good evening. Hello. Hello. We we probably won't be able to finish your answer, but if you won't, don't mind holding over, we'll just put you on hold. But I, I wanted to get you on. Which question was it that you were interested in? The basketball. The la- basketball. Okay, we we know we've got two of the top five. We, what are you going to add? Well, uh, I'm pretty sure that Syracuse Carrier Dome is number one. You're right about that. You got it. ACC, Syracuse. Uh, the, rest you, the, the rest I'm not real sure about, but I'm... Uh, okay, tell you what, hold think, on, think, think, go ahead. Hold on. think about it, we've got a break for the news, but don't go anywhere, we'll, you'll be the first thing right after the news, and you can tell me the next couple, okay? Okay. We'll be back. Well, we're back, it's 9.35, Tom Curry Show, live and in real time on WPTF Radio, AM 680, and... 98.5 on FM, and keep your buttons on your car or wherever you push them to get the the uh, the signal from WPTF. 
Uh, Robin uh, in Durham, I believe, was on the air with us, and he was working on a question that somebody else had answered partially, and he's added one to it. Robin, are you still there? Yeah. And you you were working on the top five in seating capacity in basketball arenas, and you had said you were pretty sure the Carrier Dome was number one, and you were right. And uh, mm-hmm. the curious thing about the Carrier Dome is that until recently it wasn't air-conditioned. And oh, you okay. see, the, see the humor in that, I guess, because the Carrier <laughs> Company pay, paid a lot of money to have the naming rights for it. But I think they have air-conditioning now, but it seats about 32,000. And, of oh, course, wow. uh, Syracuse is in the ACC now. What we need is two more. You want to take two more guesses? Or you want me to let you go? Well, it'd be a wild guess, but I'll guess uh, Louisville, whatever stadium they play in. Uh, let's see if Louis- actually Louisville is number three. I didn't realize that. You know, it has a strange name. It's the KFC Yum Center, and it's where the Louisville Cardinals play. And that, of course, is money that came from Colonel Sanders and the company that that owns Colonel Sanders. Uh, mm-hmm. But they're number okay. three, and we'd already had number two, which is not very far from there at Rupp Arena over in Lexington. And uh, right. the Dean Smith Center, otherwise known as the Dean Dome, is number four. We just don't have number five yet. You want to take, I'll give you one guess on number five. Okay. Um, Cameron Indoor Stadium. Tom, I'm just joking. No, 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 no. no. A, it's a about, ten, it's <laughs> one of the smaller ones. It's about 10,000, I think, but it's been around a long time since. since I was 19... just joking with you. I'm a new guy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, okay. But, okay, but thank you for holding oh, on. It's been really nice of you. Okay, let me ask you a quick question. Okay. Are you guys going to continue with the country music on the weekends? Uh, I am not in management. I do not know the answer, but uh, my guess is probably so. Uh, I wish all the callers would call in with a vote on that. Call. Okay, well, don't do this on my show now. I don't, I don't want to get in trouble with the boss, okay? But, uh, okay. Uh, but, but, but uh, that's what you should always do if you don't, if you like something testify for it if you don't like it, testify for it that that's a, that's a wonderful thing about living in a in a free country okay okay thanks tom thanks robin okay wptf let's see what time it is here see if i can find my clock and and i've got a bunch of clocks here 9:38 is the time monday night we're going to talk with wayne martin from the north carolina arts council people and uh and talk about arts, the arts in North Carolina, and the fact that, for one thing, that they've suffered a little bit during the the presence of the the virus and so on. And uh, let's see if I can remember who's going to be on Tuesday night. Oh, uh, we're going to talk with people from the Red Cross. Uh, I'd like to have them on a couple of times. They're a good barometer of what's going on in the state, and one of their real needs right now, because of a lot of things, is, is blood donations. But we'll talk with to Barry Porter, as a matter of fact, who is the head of the eastern half of the state's Red Cross. Brittany, I think you said we have another caller on the air. And Yes, we have Susan from Durham, and then we have two up after that. Okay, Susan from Durham. Susan, good evening. You're on WPTF. Oh, hey, how are you? I'm fine. I, I, told, yeah. Mrs. C- I told Mrs. Kearney that it started out raining this morning, but it turned out pretty good. <laughs> the sun came out this afternoon. Yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> it, was, it was. Which question are you going to try to answer tonight? Well, how about the books question, the authors? Okay, I gave you three authors, I think. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm or three titles. To... I think we have ti- titles. Yeah. Titles, and you have to give me the authors. That's exactly right. Okay. How about um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is Ken Kesey? Yes, K-E-S-E-Y, and... right. Yeah, and Slaughterhouse-Five is Kurt Vonnegut. Very good. And I think um, John Updike is... Run, Rabbit, Run? No, it's just Rabbit, Run. 
Rabbit Run. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. Uh, but there's actually a Rabbit trilogy. There are three books, and that's the yeah. first one, the one that sold the most. But uh, it's an interesting look at uh, kind of a lifestyle of a person that uh, New England or New York kind of person. Uh, uh, circa yeah. the 1960s. I, I read them when they came out and enjoyed them a lot. I always jo- enjoyed John. Well, I enjoyed all of these, but John Updike I particularly enjoyed. Are you a reader? Yeah, yeah sure. I, I went to NC State and majored in English, which is kind of odd, <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it, and I, I do like to read. Who was your yeah. favorite English professor at NC State? Oh, my gosh. There was one guy that did a lot of Dickens. Um, he would do things at the, like, like shows, and they would have, like, a Dickens show. And oh, I'm and I'm embarrassed. Remember. I know who you're talking about, and I can't think of his name right now. But, yeah, yeah, he, 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 was, yeah. he kind of became a professional Dickinson person, as a matter of fact. I think yeah. he's been teaching and really went on the road, him. so to speak. Yeah, he was yeah, good. Yeah, you to look good. him up and figure out who what his name was, but I'm embarrassed that I can't remember, but I, he was I can't, really and I can't remember, not because I, I I knew him well. In fact, he's been on the, my show with me, uh, but yeah. uh, he's uh, made made a, a, a living out of that and done a good job, and I have a number of friends who enjoy going to his presentations, and I will yeah. think of it eventually. I'm just too, too old now <laughs> for what happened to me. I don't know. But anyway, but but he he was good, and I'm sure you yeah. enjoyed his courses. All right. Well, well if you think if you think of it, call us call us back and tell the producer, and she can pass it on. Okay. Oh, I will. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for okay. joining us. Listen when you can. Now, okay. I need some book people out there. Uh, I'm going to think of who that guy was. He, he did a lot of he he taught Dickens, and and uh, he's done some other historical type presentations. Brittany, I'm losing my mind. Who is the next caller that we've got tonight? It's actually a father and son, Mark and Noah, from Lillington. Not Wilmington, but Lillington. Okay. Lillington, uh, the county seat of beautiful Harnett County. Who will I talk to, Mark or Noah or both of you? They're talking to both of us right now. Yeah, see, Tom, I'm a hockey fan, but uh, he's classically uh, trained from homeschool, so he learned all these at homeschool. So uh, I think he's actually, Noah is actually probably going to answer the Canadian provinces for you. Okay, and you'll have to tune in in the next few weeks because one night we're going to ask somebody to name the NHL hockey team's nicknames, you know, like Hurricanes. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, I'm good whatever. with that one. I'll definitely be tuning in. All right. All right. Go ahead, you Noah. Do that. But, okay, w- w- where are you going to start? Well, I can start uh, with um, Quebec if you want. Okay, start with Quebec. Well, Quebec is kind of simple. We've got Quebec City, and then right. uh, we've got the Yukon Territories, which is Whitehorse. we got, um, I know it, Greenland's not exactly a, a province of Canada, but it's Nuke, and then there's British Columbia, which is Victoria. There's uh, Alberta. Wait a minute, go back just a second. Hold on, hold on. You said the capital of Gre- Greenland was what? Uh, Nuke, N-U-U-K. I'm not going to let you, you count Greenland because Greenland belongs to Denmark. Yeah, right. that's true. It's, yeah, it's, even though it's on the North North American continent. Yeah, um, you may be talking about the Inuit place that used to be called Frobisher Bay. I, that, that, yeah, uh, yeah. They've yeah. tossed the name around, and they've decided, like Americans have, to go back to the names the natives use rather than English imposed names. But okay, I uh, okay. I just I just want to get get that straight. Okay, that's great. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then uh, British Columbia, which is Victoria, Alberta, which is Edmonton. Uh, Nova Scotia, which is Halifax, uh, Prince Edward Island, which is St. John, Saskatchewan, uh, 
one, which is Regina, Northwest Territories, which is yellow. Hold on, wait a minute. Regina, Regina. Okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah. Um, And then... um, You need Manitoba. Manitoba is uh, Winnipeg. Okay, and how about Ontario? Ontario is Toronto. Okay, and I think there are a couple more territories. you got uh, the Yukon Territory. How about the Northwest Territories? Uh, Yellow Knife. Good, good. Uh, and you get, did you get Prince Edward Island? Yes, sir, St. John. Okay. How about New Brunswick? Brunswick. Man. Oh, man, we got this far. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I'll, give it, to I'll <laughs> give it to you. It's Fredericton. Oh yes, you're right. You're right. And one of the one of those St. John's does not have an S on it, and I cannot remember which one. There's one that's St. John's and one that's St. John, and I'm uh, uh, I'm yeah. getting to be a real nitpicker in my old age. But but <laughs> <laughs> but you did well. You did well. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you for calling, and I'm going to expect a call the night we have the uh, hockey team's name, so you somebody can tell me who the Canadians are, or the Maple Leafs, or, or whatever. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Okay. Well, take care Have of things in Harney County for us, okay? All right. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Appreciate the call. That, that was fun. We finally retired that question. I was kind of embarrassed that nobody had ever taken that one. 9.45, if you're waiting, hang on. We'll be back. We need to take a break, though. If I don't, the producer will probably turn me off the air here. We'll be back on the WPTF right after this. WPTF time is 9.48. Tom Kearney here with our Friday night trivia. And we've done well tonight. We've had some good questions and some good answers and the right number of callers. Do I understand that Susan is is back on the line with us and that she has remembered the answer <laughs> to a question that we were talking about? Is that right, Susan? Um, yeah, I just um, remembered it's Elliot Engel. That was the name we're trying Elliot to Engel, think of. Elliot Engel, E-N-G-E-L. That's right. And I'll bet right. if you look... I've never looked, but I bet he's got a website that that tells you know yeah. uh, about what he's doing and everything. You you ought to do that. But he would, but but it's good yeah. that you advertise to him, and and it's not unusual, <laughs> I think, that uh, for uh, people to be uh, English major at uh, NC State. My brother was an English major at NC State, and they uh, oh, know a great. number of the <laughs> number of the professors, and you can get a pretty good education in, in English there. So. Uh, I should you, say, I agree with you. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. I'm glad. And I'm Thank glad you. that you, you called and answered our questions tonight. Would you like to try another set of questions? I'm going to... Oh, Lord. I couldn't get any of those other ones. <laughs> okay, well, all right. Well, I'm going to put some out right after you leave. And, uh, I just okay. Didn't and, and, uh, if you don't get any other callers, I'll, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> well, you're, uh, uh, we're you. just about over tonight, but thank you for calling back. Oh. I really, really think it's sure. good when you do that. Elliot Engel was the Dick, Charles yeah. Dickens specialist. Okay, thanks a lot. Thank okay. you. Bye bye. Bye bye. And do we have someone else on the line, Miss Producer? Not at the moment, we don't. Okay. What we've got, uh, I would like for somebody to get an answer to. We asked the top five by capacity, that is the number of people who can sit down, uh, basketball arenas that college teams usually play in, and we got them in case you, you didn't realize it. The, the Carrier Dome is number one. It's where Syracuse plays. Uh, the, Rupert, the Rupp Arena is where the University of Kentucky plays in Lexington. Uh, all, all of these are over 20,000. In fact, both of the, the Rupp Arena has over 23,000. The Carrier Dome is... Uh, 
roughly 33,000. The KFC Yum Center, that's named for the company that bought the naming rights for it, is the home court of the Louisville Cardinals. It's number three. Uh, one we're familiar with, the Dean Smith Center, otherwise known as the Dean Dome, seats about 21,850. And uh, what I want is the next one. There's one more that I would like to know the name of. And uh, if you have time and you want to call in, it would be nice. You would have to dial real fast, 919-860-9783. But we've got about five, four or five minutes left in the program, so you've got time to call. Uh, I was said I was going to put out another literary gem. We've got an answer to the three books that I named at the beginning of the program. There will be three here, and if you can get any one or all of these three, who wrote The Grapes of Wrath, The Sound and the Fury, and in, in The Invisible, not not the, no, the Invisible Man, just Invisible Man. There's three uh, outstanding works of literature. The Grapes of Wrath, should get that one, that's easy. The uh, Sound and the Fury, that should be easy too. Both of those guys won, have won the Nobel Prize, both of the guys who wrote those two. And Invisible Man, tell me who the author it was. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. A question we had tonight was the three largest counties in North Carolina in size. And uh, we had a, a discussion about it. Uh, the numbers that I got on, on the, the site that I looked it up, are Robinson County is the largest county. These counties are con- next to each other. Sampson County, uh, Robinson County, I think Lumberton is, in, is there. Uh, Sampson County, where Clinton is, is number number two, and Columbus County is number three. Uh, Clayton County is number four, and so there is there is the answer to another question, a question that I put out the other night, uh, last Friday night, and a lady uh, from Chapel Hill, no, she's from Hillsboro, called and uh, took a reasonable shot at it, but she. I think she guessed Detroit, uh, Washington, as in the Redskins, and uh, Cleveland, and uh, that was the, that was not correct. I said, but she seemed like such a nice lady, and I said, well, I'll tell you who the what the correct answer is to the question of three charter members of the NFL that are still uh, at their stand, so to speak. One of them has moved from where it started. The the, the it's usually thought that the original team. Number one would be the team that is the Chicago Bears. They're still playing, and they were there in 1920. A man named George House was uh, imported in the founding of the Chicago Bears. And he, I think, worked with a company uh, called Staley. It was the Staley. I think they made starch and products like that. But they they named their team the Decatur Staley's, and they quickly, after a while, changed it to the Chicago Bears. And that is what they're known as to this day, and they've been in business this year, I think, 101 years. The other team that, that it would be a competitor for that spot, everyone knows about. It's the Green Bay Packers, and that's number two. And the other team was the Chicago, two teams in Chicago, the Chicago Cardinals. They stayed there until, I think, sometime in the 50s or 60s. They moved to St. Louis and played there for about 10 years or so. That put two Cardinals in St. Louis. The baseball Cardinals were already there, and the football Cardinals were there. There was no ownership connection or anything between them. But the football Cardinals eventually moved to Arizona, where they are playing uh, near Phoenix even now, or when the football season comes back. The Arizona Cardinals are one of the three original teams still in business. 
There were other teams. The Canton Bulldogs, for instance, uh, were a team. Uh, the founding of the NFL was in the Midwest, in the upper Midwest, across Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, and up into Green Bay and in Wisconsin. That's where the, the National Football League had its founding. And so that's the answer. And if Jane is listening, I apologize for taking so long getting the answer to her, but I thought we would have a chance tonight. Brittany, do Tom, we have any callers? Yes, Tom. We do have one final caller in this last minute, Sam from Beaufort. Okay, Sam, we've got about a minute or less. Uh, what what question do you want to answer? Uh, I think it was uh, Robert Frost. Robert Frost did what? He wrote uh, one of those books? Yeah. And I don't think that's right. Okay. In fact, I know it's... But, but that's a good guess, and... and uh, the, that was he was doing a lot of writing about the time that some of these books were written, and of course you may remember that he read a poem the day that John Fitzgerald Kennedy was nominated, uh, was inaugurated in 1961. Good to have a call from Beaufort. Join us again next week, and uh, we will be back on Monday night following the news. Thank you for your time. Oh, you've been so much more. Dying.